Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show and welcome to yet another episode of Unmuted. Episode 38 of Unmuted, guys. Holy crap. 38. Shout out to everyone that's tuning in live. Uh, so, what's up? How's it going? So, Farah is in the house. Matsum is in the house. Ahmed Munir. Joy says hi, Adnan. Uh, tribe and everyone. Uh, hope all is good. All is good. Um, Jem is in the house. Roxanne, Sahar. How's it going, everybody? Thank you guys for uh, for tuning in. And to the notification tribe, the guys that hang out and wait for the stream to start, means the world to us. Thank you so much. Um, and to those that are new here, my name's Adnan. And on this show, we talk about motivation, inspiration, and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world. And that includes you. So if you are tuning in live, make sure you join the conversation in the comments. Anything you have to say, any questions you want to ask, uh, feel free. My guest and I will get to every single question, as many as we can, at least. Uh, sometimes uh, we don't we don't make every single question, but we definitely will try. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, before we before before we jump into things, as you always know, I uh, have to shout out my patrons. These guys are uh, making the show happen. They're doing all they can to support the show. Make sure the show happens three times a week. They're uh, the ones that uh, you know keep it going keep the lights on around here um so i want to i want to name drop some of these guys they're the people that unlocked the beast mode over on and a share go a long way for an internet show uh so uh, make sure you hit that share button here share the stream to your friends invite them to the page if you think this is something that your friends will dig um so let's get let's get into it uh, my guest today is, is cromwell ojeda is a drummer is a music producer graphic designer he's been in the the scene for forever um and uh and him and i have have interacted on uh, a few occasions but uh, i want to sit down and have a conversation with him about music about life about art and uh about you know being based in the uae so uh let's hit the intro Karam, welcome to the show. Hey, man. What's up? How is it going, man? One second. I need to unmute. There we go. I can hear you now. Yeah. What's up, man? How's it going, dude? All good. All good, bro. How's, how's things? How's things with you? It's good. It's been good. It's been Thanks. it's been a weird little while, uh, I guess, yeah. for everyone. But, Thanks uh, but for having good. me, bro. Thanks for being here, dude. It's, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. And uh, yeah, this... Man. This this little environment that uh, that we call unmuted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I wanted uh, I wanted to always start. I always start this. I say I gave you a little intro before the intro, but in your own words, uh, kind of introduce yourself to the tribe. Um, just just your your regular musician, dad, creative all around. Um, that's just it, man. Like student of music you know like a fan of music too so that's just about it <laughs> i i love i love that you say a fan of music because i really do see you as that you're one of those people that i uh that even from the beginning when i first started uh, learning about the the scene here and stuff i oh your name always popped up as someone that like really supported the scene you're uh, you're like championing the uh, the independent artist uh, yeah dude i mean there's like a lot of like good artists here that needs to be you know like needs to be put out there whether if it's on a gig or on a on like an, an online show or something you know but um yeah it's it's good to support 
where you um, where you are based, you know. And it's good to support what you believed in. And I really believe in this um, music scene that we have here. There's like a really bunch of like a lot of bunch of like good good uh, musicians, producers, rappers, like in different genres too. Yeah, and I, I want to really talk about because because you're you span across a lot of genres as well. But um, and I want to talk about all these uh, all these different bands. But let's take it back. Let's like do a chronological journey. Um, where where did music start for you? Because I remember I met you. And I can't believe it's been that long already, dude. We're fucking old, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, met yeah, you uh, 10 years ago. It's already been 10 years. In, in 2010, when uh, my band at the time, Who Were Guard the Guardians, uh, opened for your band, Fist in Your Face. I uh, th- yeah, I think I remember. Is that, is that the show in Dubai? Yeah, it was. I think there was uh, the headliner was called Flesh Crawl. They were yeah. a German band. Uh, we we were opening. Uh, I think uh, a shot of adrenaline was maybe uh, not a shot of adrenaline. A Billy Bob's blood drenched brew. Yeah, that's who it was. Um, rest in peace, Shams. Uh, he was the the vocalist uh, in that in band. And um, and then you guys, and then Flesh Crawl, and that that was the first time I met you, and that was ten years ago, dude. Ten years, right? It was 2010. Yeah, I, I was I was already old in 2010. <laughs> You know, but I think yeah, I remember that show. I think we were we were um, playing as Fist in Your Face. Yeah, we um, we do covers for like Sepultura and some Slayer and some stuff. But yeah, that was like um, like more Dubai show, man. That was the OG yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was the OG stuff. Like you go there, and um, we I think we even brought in our EP. Like that's the that's the only show that we sold our EP. We, own, like, we, we just bought some like few of them like 50 pieces and then um, it got sold out and then that's it we, we never even bothered to reprint or <laughs> to release it ever again <laughs> yeah I, I remember during that show um, we we printed CDs like on a regular CDR they weren't really yeah. printed and we uh, we printed the A4 papers and cut out the little uh, covers and squares yeah. Yeah. And, and just handed them out there because we had a split with Billy Bob's Blood Drenched Brew uh, they had three songs. We had three songs on this on this split CD, and uh, and yeah, that That's that was the cool. first show. Like we we bootlegged <laughs> our own CDs and started yeah, handing yeah, yeah. them around. Um, like a mixtape, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had we had the split EP with the with this Dubai band because we were b- based in Jordan at that time. I was I wasn't even living here, so that was our international oh, really? show. Yeah. Oh shit! But um, I didn't know but about how, that. So how just did it... visiting here and doing shows? Yeah, we flew here for for the specifically for that show. It was uh, that was our international show. You're cutting <laughs> off a bit, dude. Did you hear me now? Yeah, but you're you're cutting off. Second. Okay. Is it uh, the audio or the yeah, vi- video? Yeah. Try now. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Oh, Chrome stuck. This audio and video. Now it's good. Okay. Now it's good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Got Sorry it. Sorry about that. No worries. Um. So yeah, like I was saying, uh, uh, what was what was the the journey like for you? Where did music start? Because I, I like I was saying, I met you ten years ago, but I, we've never actually talked about the full arc of the journey. Well, um, I think I was in a like my first ever like legit band. 
it's a high school band, you know, like we do covers for Silver Chair, Nirvana, Metallica, and um, I was also in the early Sandwash band uh, and with with Michael. So uh, I think Michael was already in in AUD that time, mm-hmm. and I think one of our first show was at the um, Battle of the Bands in. Dubai, Dubai College. We were playing against um, Eskimo Disco. It was uh, the Praveen brother, you know. What year was that? I don't know, man. I think it was. It, it was before I I graduated um, high school, so that was definitely around ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah. That's, so, how long have you been in Dubai? <laughs> Um, since 94, 93 or 94. Oh, wow. So you really got to see the city, city like come up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But I mean, my, my parents were here since the eighties and then, um, eventually they, they brought us, they brought us here, me and my brother. And then we studied here, grew up here. And then after high school, we went back to Philippines because that's how it was before, you know, like you studied here till high school and then you turned like what, 18 and then you can't, you can no, no longer be on your parents' visa. You start yeah. like 18. So it's either you go on a university. So you go on like an, a uni visa yeah, student or visa. you go back home. Yeah. 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 Like a student visa. But back then, you know, like universities here are just AUD and, um, what was that? Um, aviation college. Dubai College and there weren't like a lot of courses yet you know that's available so we like most of us just go home like we yeah it makes sense like a lot of our friends go back home so that was like you know the generic thing to do for for us before and then after college went back here you you uh you use the word home and I I always love this subject because like third culture kids and kids that live in the in the Gulf and in the Middle East and stuff, the the concept of uh, being like you can be born and raised here and still not be considered home. So, are you stuck? I think he's stuck. Hey man, I think I got disconnected. You got disconnected and reconnected somewhere else, but it's yeah. all good now. I just I, we're good. I can hear you well. Yeah. I can okay. Hear you perfect. Well now. Um, so uh, I, I was saying you use the word home and um, I think there's this really cool concept of, uh, of, of, of being a third culture kid and trying to figure out like home, right? Because 94, basically your entire life you've lived here and uh, there's this, this concept of going back home uh, for me especially uh, is, is very interesting. Like do you consider the UAE your home or, or is the Philippines always number one home and this is where you live kind of thing uh, I, I think Dubai, like I see UAE as my home away from home thing you know like it's weird man like the thing is I grew up also in the Philippines like I left there when I was like what nine or ten or something so I kind of like experienced how to be like a kid there like you know I experienced how to play in the streets you know I kind of like knew a lot of like, I still have some friends there before I left um a lot of my cousins like I have like a lot of families back home but then again I also have like a lot of families here and then you know like it's just weird because like when I went back to Philippines when I was in college like I kind of felt like you know like alienated some way 
because like I wasn't really used to like how things are you know like like living in the Philippines you know it's really different it's really different so and I only stayed there like for three four years and then I went back here so I, I kind of like that, that kind of like you know cements it that you know I'm more of like I, I treat UAE as, as like my home yeah. than the Philippines you know like I'll, my friends are here families are here you know like I can go anywhere here and I wouldn't get lost and the feeling man like you know the feeling that I have from, from in, in UAE is like different I, I love Philippines I support whatever it is there you know like but it's it's just different you know yeah yeah for me for me it's weird because uh we grew up in so many different places and like i have an australian passport i i grew up in australia the first half of my life uh my my parents are from different sides of the arab world and um i don't have an australian accent so when i go to the airports they're like you're definitely and also i look like this so it's not only the accent they look at me they're like this is the guy's not australian and then uh i i speak arabic in a weird botched up yeah. way so when i speak arabic they're like where are you originally from so <laughs> this idea of home i always thought um because especially growing up in dubai uh, when i came here for college you'd hear people like oh what are you doing for the summer oh, i'm going back home and i was like i don't have one of those yeah. things <laughs> i don't yeah. i don't yeah like the closest to it is jordan it's and the only reason i call it that is just because i grew up like the formative years there um, but I always find it very, uh, very interesting when someone says home. Um, but yeah, and in the comments, let us know any uh, any other third culture kids uh, in the house where uh, confused uh, I- identity uh, happened while you were growing up. Um, Ahmed Bashir is in the house. What is up? He says, "Yo, guys, sub Cromwell, sub Head. What is up, bro? How's it going?" Uh, Patrick is in the house. What is up, Patrick? Uh, Joseph is also in the house. Is giving us one of those perfect signs. Nathan's in the house throwing up the horns. Uh, Sahara's in the house. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, so yeah, d- did you start on drums when when you started the high school bands? I think so. I think my first ever instruments that I that I ever learned is is the drums. So it's um, I think it's even before I went to Dubai. Like um, I used to watch my cousin who's a drummer, and um, they used to play in our garage like every day and I'm just like you know that kid who's like peeping in the window and trying to like see how he plays it it was like it was like uh, love at first sight for me drums but that was like the first instrument that I ever get to learn how to play it was like it was like more of me watching him for like a week playing drums and then I think there was this one day that he went out, like all of like him and like his bandmates like went out for a break, and then I just like went on the drums and start like remembering what I watched for the you know for the past week, and then just like start playing drums. It was um, the, the the song was um, "Purple Haze" by Jimi Hendrix. Oh, nice! Yeah, so it was like dan 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 So it was easy, you know, and it was yeah. like I can do that. Like it's so systematic in a way that so easy to copy yeah so when, when i finally like sat down did it like i felt like it felt good you know it's like hey i can play this like it's easy so that was like first love for me man yeah i i it's it's rare that i meet people whose first instrument was drums because i feel like 
you'd have to prove uh, especially when your kids to like your parents to actually get you a drum set so everyone starts with like a little acoustic guitar or a, or yeah. a keyboard and then they're like okay my, fine maybe he's following yeah. through dude like i did not get my my first ever drum set uh, till i was in college oh okay cool yeah so that That's was like what story. grade three from grade three till till college i was just like playing on on like on those casio keyboard that has like some drums oh like the 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 drum machines the old school drum machines. yeah 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 <laughs> that was just it man that's crazy i find that very crazy and so yeah i, I can't imagine Did, was was original music uh, anywhere on the horizon back then or was it just like let's let's play as many covers yeah, as possible there there is like um i also have like this like high school band that we were just playing like jamming you know like jamming from from whatever we whatever riff it, it comes on like you know when, when we were just hanging out we thought of a riff and then we'll jam i'll play on the keyboard on the drums and then we'll just like doodle music you know together but nothing were recorded uh i think yeah there were some recordings but it was more of like a video recording but that got lost yeah yeah but we were like we were we were all like we were so amazed on how we can create our music like compose our music on on the fly you know it's like we were just on the rooftop in 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 our apartment in Dara and we were just jamming you know so it, it was like wow you know like we are a band you know we don't have like a drum set we don't have like we're sharing like a one speaker for a guitar and a bass and we're sounding like a band so that really excites us you know yeah yeah i can't i i remember um the very first time i i put anything together was in my parents living room i was living in doha qatar i told you i moved around so much dude <laughs> there's uh, but in uh, we were living in, in doha and uh we had like a 10 person concert like just in the living room and it really was, uh, through those like combo amps uh, i was on the drum set um which which sounded like a garbage can basically and uh, and someone was on a microphone coming out of the 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 kind of boom box remember those like double deck boom boxes yeah with the yeah input? yeah yeah it was that was that was my first concert for us we have this karaoke kind of i forgot what it's called man but it's like a karaoke radio mm-hmm. it's like a two two uh, two tack to that tape yeah it's like a big speaker and then you put your mic onto it and then you play your minus one and a lot of oh, oh, like, that's, a lot of that that's exactly the same one right that's the one right <laughs> yeah and then we like play our minus one there and then like we sing along to it yeah yeah exactly yeah. that's the exact every, same one. every filipino like houses have that <laughs> yeah we, we have a lot in common in terms of in terms of the the trajectory of uh of our because you also <laughs> said silver chair and i think silver chair yeah. is the the reason i started getting into like heavier music Growing up in Australia, nice. they uh, the um, freak show. Australia, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that that came Front on stomp. TV. Exactly, and and I, the, it was the music video to Freak that I, I saw, and I was like, "Yo, what is this stuff? Like, how is this? Cool, how right? is this allowed on TV?" And uh, yeah, yeah. And as a kid, I was just like, "Yo, w- what is this?" And then I got into grunge. Obviously, I got into into that world, and that that was like the gateway into uh, into music for me. Nice. Yeah, yeah, man. I love we, like we, we used to play a lot of silver chair, and um, what else? Um, what was that band? The band who played Shine. The band that played Shine. Give me a world, give me a. 
Collective Soul. I don't know if I. I don't think I know that band. Collective Soul. Collective Soul, man. I I, I gotta I gotta check it out. I'm check gonna out, I'm gonna dude. leave myself yeah. a note. Okay. I yeah. I don't think I know them. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, those are the bands that we used to like listen to a lot and cover them a lot. Oh, GDE uh, just commented Collective Soul in the comments. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to, uh, to GDE and the rest of the guys. Um, Joy is asking you, if you had to pick a drummer you admire the most from the music world, who would it be? Hey. That's a good one. That's Shit, a tough one. Man. <laughs> I think... Um, man. I love... I love... Um, Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. as a drummer, as a musician, as a whole. But yeah, like, that guy. That guy's very likable. Yeah, <laughs> you can't mess, you know, mess exactly. with that guy. But like, drum, drum wise, I think it's Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. Like I really, like I think I picked up a lot of, like, I picked up a lot of like how he, like how he um, works as a drummer. Mm-hmm. Like his style, his you know, like how he deals with business with. Um, uh, famous uh, stars and strap, you know. I think it's the style and you know, and and the overall like discipline on how he works as well. I yeah, think, yeah, that's very cool, Travis. I don't think he he used to get people used to think he's overrated, and now I don't think he gets enough credit uh, anymore for some reason. Like some something happened along the way where, uh, where it's freaking good. Like for me, like I I really like how he is so like. Because I like I followed him on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. So like, like all he does is just practice, practice, and practice. Like to the point that you're the, one of the biggest drummer in the world, and you're you're still like practicing crazily, you know? Yeah. Like, before a show, after a show, on your downtime, you know, collaborating with different artists, you know, like making, you know, this track sounded different, making it sound cool, taking it into a different, you know, like dimension. I kind of like that, you know, like the creativity of it, I guess. And it kind of, you kind of uh, echo that in your own stuff because you not only have the drums, but you also have electronic music. You have like stuff where you've collaborated with a, a billion people. Actually, one of the comments, um, if I scroll up, uh, Soul says, name the bands that you haven't played with. <laughs> you, Nerve you've- cell. You've played with everyone else, right? <laughs> Nerve cell, man. Like I've been, like I've been, like um, me and my friends. Like, like he used to, um, like tell this joke uh, um, to me a lot. Like, like, dude, like if you're gonna be playing with a band that you haven't played with here in the UAE, like who would who would you play with? Because there's like not much, a lot of an options there, you know. <laughs> like like yeah. you played like with everybody else, but I was like, no man, I haven't like played with Nerve Cell, and um, and I think they're really one of the you know like the artists that I re- really respect here. Like the music, um, the discipline, how they work, how they how they do, you know, how they function as a band, mm-hmm. how they how they bring their band from here to to the world. Yeah, and respect for that, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially in a genre like that, like it's especially in genre like that. <laughs> like to add to add on top of all the things <laughs> that are already, you know, being from the Middle East and having to travel around the world and have to promote yourself and all that stuff. You're also playing death metal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's crazy how how they also played one of the biggest um, metal show in the Philippines. Um, 
pulp, uh, pulp SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, I was just like, dude, like, you're playing in my hometown, and it's crazy, you know, like, seeing these guys here, and now they're playing, like, big shows and in the Philippines, too. So, yeah. It's crazy, man. But there's, like, dude, there's a lot, not, not just even Nerve Cell, you know, like, to a lot. Like, I haven't played with Abri. I haven't played with you guys. I mean, I, I, I don't even know how can I play with you guys because your drummer is Josh and Josh <laughs> is crazy good. I was like, all right, can I play synth on that? <laughs> uh, dude, I, I would like love triangle. to jam. I would love to jam. I and uh, I, uh, GDE, we'll get into a little bit about GDE in, in detail, but GDE is one of my favorite uh, live bands. I wish you guys played more often because uh, the energy yeah, you guys bring is, is fucking ridiculous. It's insane. I love man I love playing with those guys you know it's just I mean Pau is not here anymore like he's, he's in uh, Maldives now mm-hmm. and um, we lost our vocalist too so it's just like me my brother Luki now so we're like kind of you know getting some, some fresh new recruits to join the band let's, and then let's this talk pandemic about that. happened yeah, yeah. I, w- I want to talk about the the weird shuffle that happens because not a lot of people uh, stick around long enough to see that recycling element of of musicians and artists in the UAE. Because I feel like every three four years, a yep. group leaves and then a new group kind of steps up. It's a cycle. Every- it's five year cycle, dude. Is it like have you seen physically the? Because I've I've only seen it twice. Like where people I used to go watch bands don't exist anymore. I've seen and, that uh, because the thing is, um, uh, when, when we were like playing Sandwash before, it was early, uh, like late 2000. Mm-hmm. Like you have this a lot of, you know, college or like high school bands, and then they're gonna do something really good, and they're gonna be like playing some shows. They're gonna be like really loud the promotion and shit, and then after five years, they're gonna be like gone, go to uni, or like you know, the only like the only people who stayed. Uh, longer are the you know are the older people who are who are like working you know yeah but then again recession happened and this happened family happened so a lot of you know people quitting band so families and shit you know and then a lot yeah. of people are also migrating to another countries it's it's like dude like I I always say this like UAE is like a huge airport you know like the waiting just like waiting room yeah then leave. Yeah, I uh, I have I have a weird a clip I want to play. Uh, you're not going to be able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it. Um, I actually interviewed you back in 2011. Uh, oh man! Or have you seen that? I don't know. Am I drunk in this in this video? <laughs> uh, you, you were you were having fun. <laughs> All right. All right, um, man. But but uh, towards the end of that clip, I, I asked who your favorite bands were, or Sari actually asked. Sari was hosting it. Shout out to Sari Bibi, uh, and uh, and what what we could do to benefit the scene. And I think it's super interesting to look back uh, at a ten year old clip um, and 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 see see if there's any change in 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 the stuff you're thinking. So um, this is a clip from uh, Have you seen that interviewing Fist in Your Face, a Crumbs band from back in the day? We're here to talk to Fist in Your Face. Uh, please introduce yourself and uh, what do you do in the band? My name is Agamulak. I play drums. Mac and bass. Peter Ocampo. I'm Jericho. I'm vocals. What got the band together? Well, we all came from different bands. Like me and my brother came from uh, from, from a band called Dangwa. Then we have this band also called Codcast. We play hardcore music. Uh, he, he was a vocalist back then. 
And uh, Ben, our vocalist down featuring face, is, is, used to do vocals for a band called Atoko. It's like a fusion. They went back to the Philippines and we were like looking for another, another band member. So that was like a good time for, for, to, call, for to call the other band. So, so all, all the bands got together and, and made babies. We, 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 like for me, I listen to a lot of um, local bands. Uh, lo- lo- local uh, Dubai and uh, you know Philippines local bands Sunwash um, Juliana Down Nerve Cell of course like Bullet Cells uh, what else a lot man like um, Osprey Osprey pretty good Midway yeah. Midway no, like what do you what do you think can be better and what do you think is already good about the the Dubai or Middle Eastern music scene need to be organized and uh, you know uh, I don't know it's it's like dry. You know? The, the truth, it's the truth, the truth. It's like what? It's dry. Dry? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so many, like, laws and rules. So, like, metal fans, like, just stay at home and listen to the cities. It's just, it's just a matter of, like, supporting the gigs. Any, any, any parting words? Any, uh, what do you want to say to the world out there on YouTube or Facebook or whoever's going to watch this? It's I'm beginning to nosebleed. <laughs> we will release the, the, the EP of our, of our band, uh, hopefully, I don't know. June. Yeah, actually, the the recording is done. Oh, okay. 2012, before the world ends. <laughs> yeah, somewhere here. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll use our magic. But uh, yeah, Google. Yeah, Google, man. Just Google it. Don't be lazy. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, dude. That was. Have you seen that 2011? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that interview. Dude, uh, I think it was on a on a um, hotel um, ballroom, right? Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> dude, like, it's so much fun. Like, I think uh, yeah, Offspray, dude. I haven't like heard of that band for like a long time. They were great. I think so one of their most members, of the bands you mentioned don't exist anymore, right? I know, but I know one of their uh, members doing like electronic music as well. I think it's the vocalist. Uh, Splash, uh, Splash, and the drummer made another band called uh, Broad Spectrum Antibiotic for a while. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that guy yes. who looks like Krillex. Yeah, Splash. Yeah. Splash, right? Yeah, that's cool, man. You know, like being a kid playing, you know, like loud ass metal, and then like going into like electronic. I was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so, and something something uh, you could uh, you could definitely relate to. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Yeah, that clip, that clip for me. Uh, when I when I was like uh, get, gearing up, gearing up for our conversation, I was like, "Yo, I think I'm pretty sure we've done a couple of interviews with Krom." And then I looked at that and I was like, "Yo, that's <laughs> one of the coolest things." Like, yeah, what, what do you think? Krom on what red horse. Th- <laughs> yeah. what, what what do you think we should uh, do about the scene? You know, just support your local bands because I feel like that's been uh, something you've been yelling for for ten years. Support yeah. local artists. Support local bands, yeah. I mean, it's it's such an easy word to say and to just throw out, you know. But like, it's not really that simple, you know. Like, man, like I think we we've, we've been like saying that, and we're we're trying our best, and we've been doing that for like years, you know. Like a lot of people came before us, even before us, you know. And um, but dude, you know, like it's just hard, you know, especially here in the UAE. Yeah. It, you know, time yeah, to, I, I, it'll get better and then it'll like get dry and then it'll get better again. Like it's it's a weird wave. There's uh it, it's the reshuffling. I think it, like you said that that airport idea of like people have to leave 
yeah uh, is is something that will always make the scene instead of like be steady just have a pulse yeah i think so too and i yeah. think one one of the main um thing is that like a lot of like a lot of bands here like lot or a lot of promoters here are also part of the band so there's not much really of um, you know like an event that really you know like that is, that is you know like that is um, created just for mm. for the for the music scene you know i don't know i don't know it's it's we, like me and michael we've been like michael from sandwash like we've yeah. been talking about this i think last week or last two weeks and um if you ever like guest him on the show like he'll tell you more about it like briefly you know but um i think it's just you know like more shows to be created like we need more shows to be to be featured uh, to be featuring local artists in different genres yeah. and it just needs to be consistent you know not just like some one off event and then they'll they'll die down yeah yeah, yeah. and uh yeah cuz cuz I I want to jump into uh into black sheep productions with you as well cuz you guys you guys basically had that same mentality um, but yeah. I just want to jump jump into the comments real quick um Jeremiah says Lars this is going back to uh who your uh, who your most influential or which drummer do you admire the most uh there was Lars Kelly says what that I don't know how to say that Sorry, Kelly yes swat swatat swatwat I don't know how to say it I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying anything right. I don't know if that's something that's in a completely different language. I don't know. I don't um, know. But Jer- Jeremiah is saying Lars from Metallica, and then Kelly uh, says, uh, "Thank God it, it isn't Lars." <laughs> uh, tra- and then Ahmed Munir says, uh, "Travis Barker's energy is amazing." Uh, Travis is pure energy from Kelly, uh, and uh, Ahmed agrees. Um, Rick it's Allen, bro, from it's Kelly, and um, uh, Kelly saying, "Bring it's back GDE." Uh, if you could uh, turn turn the volume down on that, uh, there's a there's a echo. Sorry about that. Uh, no worries. <laughs> um, Ahmed uh, Ahmed Bashir saying uh, GDE is dope. X is in the house. What is up? Thank you for tuning in. Uh, they're all laughing at uh, at what you said in the beginning of that uh, interview. By the way, uh, <laughs> I don't I I didn't pick it up, but uh, I, no, it's um, I used like a different name. Yeah, the like, Aga. Yeah, it's Aga Mulak. It's like. He's is like a well, like well-known actor back in the Philippines. Okay. Like really good-looking one, you know, like the Tom Cruise of the Philippines. All right. So yeah, like I, all of our names, like everyone, like in the band, like um, said like a different name. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I picked up the different names. I just didn't realize that uh, that it was uh, it had a it has a reference. I thought you guys were just goofing us. Um, uh, but yeah, Agamulak, uh, a lot of laughing on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Arnold from um, uh, Milton's in the house. What is up? Or he says Arnold from the Conan Barbarian 1982, and then he just says Crumb. Hey, hey, hey. I, I'm not. I'm not even going to attempt to do the accent of his. If his tuning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Ahmed uh, is it, uh, Bashiri says, "Man, this video is super old school." It is, dude. It, it is. is. We were Absolutely. we were doing. Have you seen that for a couple? Like- of couple of years 80 I think. kilos i'm like um, you know like damn man like I'm, I'm gonna like i'm excited to watch it again like after this yeah it's uh, it, uh the whole video is up on on youtube uh for those that are interested just have you seen, uh, have you seen that uh, one word with scene as in like the music scene yeah um yeah. 
and uh yeah those videos are, are still up there and it, it's weird because now when i look back at it i was like yo i've been i've been doing this stuff for so fucking Ex- long exactly you know it <laughs> it's, was it's, just it's, like some like some projects back then you, you never did, like you didn't know that it's gonna blow, like the internet's gonna blow up yeah exactly extent, you know exactly and and it, it, can you imagine if we stuck with it for 10 years exactly it's it would have been a completely different uh, tra- trajectory i believe exactly dude uh kelly oh, says man. juliana down is pretty good local band uh yeah i don't know if they're still around i don't think they are um we have a guest coming on uh, that uh, that uh, has uh, worked with julian down and has been in julian down stuff like that who saw yeah oh man I'm very very man. excited to have him on and uh, and uh, you know go through Saul the. Saul is crazy good man. He, like, yeah. Yeah, man. It's he's great. Like I'm like I'm I'm really really um like thankful that I get to know all of these people like through Sandwash because like through Sandwash I met a lot of these people like you know Saul Dia you know Nervesil guys and they're like you know they're like really fucking good on what they do man yeah yeah i i I, the the idea um i love the idea of the show happened because uh we were we were having a discussion and i was like man i have access to so many creative people um people that uh, maybe not necessarily we sat down and had long conversations with but like yourself for example we've bumped into each other a million times over the last 10 years and it's like why don't we just sit down and highlight all these creative people and yeah. have conversations about creativity and art and and the scene and and try to f- like build all those bridges that we keep talking about we're like oh man if only you met him you would have made that project it's like well now we can let's talk 100%, about it 100% 100% man so, i mean this, uh, this is just good like this what, what you do with this show is pretty good man i, I think it also documents you know yeah. how how our scene is um you know this this the state of our scene um now and how it's going to move forward you know yeah 100 percent. and i think um just doc- like you said documenting man I, th- I love that word that's why i do uh, a bunch of uh vlogs and all that stuff like yeah, i've yeah. been doing all these things for years and uh j- just just looking back at 10 years from now 20 years from now um yeah just, just seeing where you were and where you've come and your mentality and mindset at that point it's just such a cool thing to look back at like exactly you know, listen, listening to a conversation you had uh 10 years from now it's gonna be it's gonna be a mind tr- mind fuck exactly exactly same goes with me making music man like that's why like i kind of um like step aside on on organizing shows because like first there's like a lot of uh, organizers around already who's doing mm-hmm. that so um i feel like i don't need to do that anymore and i can now focus on just making music which is for me is my number one priority you know like i'm 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 a musician at first like you know aside from being a an event promoter mm-hmm. but you know like i like to create stuff that can last long you know like not just an event that you know we'll just you just have to take a picture of an event and then share it the next day in facebook like i would like to create more music that's gonna be out there forever yeah yeah that excites me more than than the like uh almost like a one night stand uh, yeah. uh, over in 12 hours kind of event Ex- yeah. exactly yeah yeah true man that's cool 
Um, I'm going to jump back into the comments. We'll read them. Uh, Joy says, wow, Adnan, look at you. You even sound different. I do sound different because that wasn't me. Uh, that was uh, that was my boy, um, Sari Bibi. Uh, I was... Sari. Uh, Sari was uh, was the host. I was behind the camera um, for Have You Seen That? And uh, I definitely did not look that skinny even back then. <laughs> I, I can't remember your face like 10 years ago, dude. Do you have like the beard and everything? I had the beard, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think I look pretty much the same with less white, white and gray hair, and uh, less regret in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think th- those are the two main things that oh, have changed. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna revisit that f- uh, video definitely after this. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Ahmed Bashir says Mark was fat. That's that's not very nice, Ahmed. And uh, <laughs> and we have a couple of comments saying that that that, that was pretty mean. Oh, uh, we all were at one point um, from Vistoni. Am I saying Vistoni? Right? Yeah, Vistoni, uh, vocalist Vistoni. of Verdad, I guess. Oh yeah, cool. Thank you for tuning in, Vistoni. Um, uh, but yeah, man, we. Uh, the, I, I blame the lockdown. I, I, my friend calls it the lockdown load. Yeah. But I'm just. I'm. I'm blaming everything I've done for the last twenty years on this lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> me too, man. Like, fuck the lockdown. Whatever's like, you know, like whatever's um, negative coming out of this thing, blame it on the lockdown. At least we have like something to blame it on. You know? Yeah, exactly, right. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep going through the comments quickly. Christian says hi. I'm watching from Dubai City. What is up, uh, Christian? Thank you for tuning in. Um, uh, Milton also says uh, that was a period of fat for many, many people. Um, uh, he's replying to Ahmed there. Uh, besides nerve cell, uh, I do not think any of them exist anymore. From Ahmed Munir. Yeah, I don't think a lot of them uh, are still around. Um, actually, I don't think any of them are around. You're right, uh, other than Nerve Cell, from the bands you listed in that video. Yeah, dude. No, Bullet Cells is still around. Oh, okay. Uh, Bullet Cells is still around. Yeah, Bullet Cells is still around. Um, yeah, Nerve Cell. Juliana Down, I think um, guys are just having, you know, like a, an hiatus break mm-hmm. because they've been like pretty busy doing their own stuff. I mean, DS now working on, on his. Uh, like content um, production company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's called Cre- Creative. Creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been and keeping up with uh, with his doing like corporate vlogs, which I think is very smart. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. It is, and the guys are just like busy, but I, I yeah. think they're still playing music. You know, like I've seen some shows of uh, Sari and Dia. They they played some like some intimate shows, acoustic, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so good. Yeah. Uh, so that actually was the next question. Juliana is gone from uh, from Kelly. Um, I guess that answers that question. Uh, uh, Vistoni says, "Doing good, bro. Surviving. Hope you're doing well." Um, Ahmed says, "Man, I always wanted to play a show with GDE, your band, uh, Vistoni and uh, uh, Dai Dai Yeah. And uh, Vistoni, uh, there's a, there's a whole conversation happening here. <laughs> I woke up at one thirty a.m. to watch this go crumb from uh, from Michael. Uh, from Michael Fillon, what is up, Michael? Marky Fillon, yeah. Crumb uh, isn't uh, John Lloyd. Is that Brad Pitt? <laughs> What's going on in the comments, guys? Ahmed Bashiri's throwing it. Ahmed, uh, uh, I would, Ahmed would know. Kathleen says Crumb is literally one of my uh, heavy influences in music uh, production with uh, with prayer hands. Uh, Ahmed Ahmed Munir also uh, 
adds uh, the GDE show with Zvengali was one hell of a show it really was uh, yeah, I, lo- I had lost my voice I, I, uh, <laughs> I sounded like absolute garbage on stage but the energy was dope and uh, and GDE definitely killed it that night I, I became like we need to man you guys are fucking tight and good you know I was like <laughs> fuck we need to be fucking really really good tonight these you guys, you guys, you guys killed it, killed it that night. I love it. Um, uh, you should bring. Have show, you man. seen? <laughs> Ahmed, Ahmed says you should bring. Have you seen that uh, back for sure, Adnan? Um, and he also adds, Sandwash was uh, one of the pioneers of the scene. Absolutely. Um, Soul sending some love. Uh, Cromwell is the Brad Pitt of music from Kelly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah says Cromwell is the Papa Jesus. And uh, Saul's adding Yo-Yo uh, Tokyo Towers in the house. Tokyo Tower, man. Uh, you know Tokyo Tower? You know this I don't. Group? I don't. Dude, it's like it's like a group of um, Michael Fillion from Sandwash and mm-hmm. Lucky from The Recipe. Okay. So, so they just it's 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 a Japanese rap group, and they just like mumble and like spit out gibberish, like made up Japanese words. On the spot, they played. I think they've only played one show under the Black Sheep production. I'm gonna, crazy, I'm gonna man. add it to uh, to my list of things to check out. I'm gonna look for that. I think it's 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 been like I think there's a video um, floating around YouTube of their performance. I'm gonna like look for that and I'll send it to you. It's crazy, man. I, I want to definitely check it out. Um, Ahmed Bashir also adds, but Kram, uh, kudos to you guys for doing the stuff uh, for the Pinoy community here in Dubai. Uh, and uh, Joy is laughing at me because she thought it was me in the video instead of Sari. Um, <laughs> JD isn't dead uh, from Saul, just resting. Uh, so that clarifies it for, for everyone in the comments. Uh, Luke is in the house, uh, jumping from talk to talk. Yeah, man, I know uh, there, there's this uh, other industry talk that's happening at the same time. Uh, thank you for, for showing by Luki, and um, hopefully that stays up and recorded. If you know that, uh, send me the link so I can post it on the page as well. Um, uh, uh, that is great news. Uh, oh, sorry. That was Ahmed Munir replying to uh, to Saul about uh, Juliana Down. Um, uh, Milton asks you, uh, Krum, I know you guys are extremely popular with the Pinot community, but when is this lock- when this lockdown is over, GDE need to really kick it in with the rest of the rock and metal community. Your last gig was phenomenal. Your sound was excellent too. Definitely, man. I mean, like we've been like I think I even. Um, told Luki that you know like let's let's start making new music this summer and then come back stronger you know like maybe September or like October for mm-hmm. because we also do this uh, show um, yearly it's called Rocktoberfest yeah where we um, where we bring in some um, big bands big uh, rock bands from the Philippines and we haven't done that for like I think two years because of how busy our schedule is and you know, but I like we've been wanting to, you know, bring that back, and you know, that's like a good show for us to, you know, feature some new music as well for GDE. But then again, this pandemic happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? This uh, this little uh, let's call it a little speed bump in our uh, creative yeah. process here. Yeah. Um, it's getting but you, better now, you know. I, you know what? I, uh, the only if there is a silver lining to this, um, I'm not trying to water it down for for everyone that's been very much affected by it. But the the small silver lining is just being able to see all my creative friends 
be more creative online because the the restrictions happened then everyone decided like oh shit maybe i could use the internet to to start doing some cool shit and um yeah dude i love the idea of, of everyone using the internet uh like to, to, the online to do jam all these crazy stuff. stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's absolutely. pretty cool man that was pretty cool um i wanted we, we talked about it a bit but i wanted to go back to uh, black sheep productions and uh, and your time as a as a promoter how did that happen so you were already in fist in your face when when was the timeline for, for black sheep dude the, the thing is with black sheep like it was supposed to be like a shop like a t-shirt shop here in dubai like in 2003 i came back here after college and we were supposed to open this um shop called black sheep but then again it didn't happen like um there was like some problem in the business and getting license and permit and stuff so um it ended up as a duo like a design duo because it was it was me and my other partner um, Ian Dumonta who's not here anymore he's based in Qatar now mm-hmm. who's also the vocalist of um, Dangwa and Fist in Your Face I think yes was he I forgot Like, but he was my vocalist uh, back then so mm-hmm. we started this thing called Black Sheep and it was more of like a design duo so we would just like do some graphic design and um, we'll like work with brands and whatnot and and then it kind of evolved into events you know like organizing events because I was like um, a part of Sandwash back then and like we were doing this show for Turbulence Absolution you know like Jimmy Dick's gig and you know all of this like underground gigs in, in Dubai and then I was like how come we never have this on the Filipino music scene, you know? So I was like, okay, let's do one. And then, you know, like, let's see how it goes. You know, like just the aim of it is just to promote Filipino music, you know, I'm like original Filipino music in the, in, in, in the UE. And then it, you know, it got bigger and bigger. Like a lot of bands are, you know, like popping up, writing songs, original songs, because before in, in, in Black Sheep, like you, 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 you cannot play the gig if you don't have like an original music like you really push for a band to have original music for you to yeah. play the show you 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 said uh and this is something i asked um the guys from uh, fatal qualm uh when uh, when loane was on on the show i've always been very curious about uh, the the filipino community's uh support for for the filipino community uh music uh, bands in the UAE um, made up of, of uh, Filipino members that uh, you know like Black Sheep was one of those uh, promotions um, Art Collective and um, I, I think there was uh, Machina there was, Machina Works yeah, yeah. Machina Works and um, uh, JMC I don't know about JMC but uh, but th- there's there's an, an amazing kinship uh, and uh, and subculture like in in, in the community where the metal shows the rock and metal shows happen and like it's it's a hundred percent packed and uh, the filipino community comes swing but i feel like there's this weird disconnect between the two scenes like there's almost two scenes uh in in the in the alternative music scene in in the uae um how does that hit your ears like is that something am i reading too into it it's it's weird because like the thing is the the filipino gigs like you'd see it like packed but then again you'll have on the lineup you'll have like 10-15 bands mm-hmm. on the lineup and then you know like 
<laughs> so if you see the gigs, then it's it's mostly the bands who are also the you know the the crowd of the show, and like you know like some some friends like one two friends of it you know like of, of the bands. So like it, it I think the Filipino music scene kind of did not evolve as a you know as a community. Like you, you'll you'll have like more bands popping up. And you'll have like bands supporting other bands and going up to shows, but like it just stopped from there, you know. Like it didn't didn't really go out. It didn't even penetrate to a new market. Yeah, I, I've always been very curious about that because um, I had a conversation with someone once at a at a Metal East uh, Metal East Records uh, yeah. promotion. Like there was a, a headlining act. There was a, a big band from Europe. And um, and someone came up to me and they said, "Oh, you know, I, I come, I came out to the Middle East shows. Normally, I, I go to the, only to the to the Filipino um, organized shows, uh, but I came out to this one because I, I really like this band. And I thought that was yeah. really strange. Like, is are, isn't it all metal and all music and stuff? But um, I, I I just I don't know how we can bridge that gap. How everyone can just be alternative music in the UAE because we're only like three hundred people as it is." Yeah, because I think I think because of mostly it's just friends of the bands who are yeah. going there. You know, it's not really like you know, like you, you don't go to a uh, to a Filipino gig and like find people that are there because they heard of the they heard of the the show or like you know or they're like a fan of this music. They're they're there because they know someone. Yeah, um, I that's that, what, like I I want to hear about it and I want to go. You know what I mean? Like I'm so, yeah. I'm so curious. I want to be the guy that just rare, sees the it's poster. It's rare. It's rare to see someone who goes there and just like you know. I I just want to check out the music scene. You know, I'm a Filipino and I just want to check out the music scene. It's more of yeah. like I'm a Filipino and I'm friends with this band. That's why yeah. like I'm here. Otherwise, I'll be like at home. Support the scene. It is man because like when we when we were like promoting one of the first few shows of Black Sheep like. We would go to, you know, like restaurant, like Filipino restaurant, and post the poster. You know, like stick up the poster there, and like a lot of the Filipino community would like look at us and like ask us, like, "Are you like which hotel? Are you like a hotel band? Like which hotel club do you play?" And we're like, "No, we we, we play our own music." Oh, so how, how like what what original music? Like how, how does it sound like? Don't you do covers? You know, like. You know, like it's it's crazy. Like we've always been uh, mistaken as like a as a show band or like a cover band because there's like a lot of Filipino cover bands that are playing in the clubs here in the UAE. So it's really hard to explain and to educate them that there is like uh, you know like an underground you know band that writes their own music and also like can compete with you know with the with the underground music back home. Yeah. Not only underground music back home, I think on the international level. And this is this is the kind of stuff that I always try to tell people. Um, a lot of the people in the comments right now, especially uh, someone like Ahmed Munir, for example, um, they always would argue, like, why would I rock a Lamb of God t-shirt when I could wear a GDE or a Zvengali or a, uh, you know, yeah, Ira Make t-shirt? Like, support that local. The local, um, yeah. Just as good as you do. Like, Lamb of God and Metallica don't need another shirt sale. Exactly. Yeah, they, they're exactly, they're not dude. they're not in in need of that, but the local guys are. That's and true, man. There's always a struggle to like make sure make people kind of see a local band just as as uh, big and as important as uh, as everything else they listen to. That's true. That's true, man. 
It's I th- I think the it's slowly starting to change. I think um but I don't know if it's if it's another wave because it was just before this pandemic hit. I, I saw like the excitement for for the local bands again. Yeah. And um I've I've just I've always been that guy. I've always been the guy that's like so I'm, you know, are you guys selling t-shirts? Are you guys selling CDs? Yeah. I want to I want to buy one. I want to rock one. And um I I felt like you were one of those guys too. You were always around. You were always supporting the scene even if it was from from like behind the scenes and in, in black sheep or whether you were on stage and stuff but um i think that was the uh the, the like connection i had i right tried away. to man i tried to i tried to support um whatever um that is pure and i know that's good you know because it's it's like for me it's not just supporting everything you know like also supporting the ones that you know that you know that are really true to what they do yeah you know it's 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 more of like you know like promoting that and supporting that and acknowledging it you know yeah yeah 100% 100% i i completely agree with that yeah. and um i i i could never uh, the only time i organized a show or i didn't even organize it I, I just kind of helped out jm while he was organizing it was the show you guys played uh, where we filmed that music video for uh, first vengali god damn i hated every minute of it <laughs> It's not fun, dude. <laughs> it's things, not fun, especially when things go like get a little late and is 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 sound check on time? No, it isn't. And yeah, being ha- being have having been as a musician the whole time, being on the other side, having to tell people like, "Yo, sorry, you guys came here," but yeah. I think it was it was you guys. Uh, hey, sorry, you're here on time, uh, but the sound check is now in three hours. So <laughs> just just wait. Yeah, and I was like, God, the, I hate this. Dude, I hate the logistic this so much. of like. Um, you know, organizing a show, like you know, the the back end of it, you know, talking to the to the bar managers, making sure that everybody drinks, everybody like spend on on bars, you know, making sure that we have like bar sales, we're we're meeting the bar sales uh, co- quota. And man, it's like too much for me to handle. Like I wouldn't mind if I was like 21 or like 22 years old, but like freaking what 37 now, man, like. I'm done with that shit, you know. I just want to play music and just want to make music, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely would want to do that again. <laughs> um, I, w- I want to talk uh, about, uh, you know, the, fi- the fist in your face switch to GDE and the idea of of switching that name to an acronym. Um, yeah. But uh, but let's uh, let's jump in the comments see what these guys are are up to. Um, uh, Luki says. By the way, I'm sending Adnan the tracks now. Yo, uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll check them out. Let me know if um, if we could play them. Maybe we can uh, stick them at the end of this uh, the stream. What tracks that? I think the uh, the Tokyo Tower tracks. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Strong South gigs were awesome, man. Uh, from Ahmed Bashiri. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Um, Saul saying, I remember 1999. Very few bands, uh, even less, play original music. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's was that's it? crazy, man. Like my, the the Dubai College Battle of the Band was like my awakening of like the Dubai. Just how scene. deep the scene goes? Yeah, dude. When I saw like um, what's his name, Ravine. Mm-hmm. His name, the, the the drummer. I saw him like play double pedal. I was like, man, that's so cool. You know, he even bought his own drum set. I remember that gig. I remember any when when we were starting up, anyone that had a drum set was like, 
Yo, this guy's professional. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Michael, Michael was the shit. He had uh, he had his own drum set and he had uh, he had his own cymbals, bro. Michael, it, it, Josh, yeah, exactly, own <laughs> cymbals, right? Like, dude, like drummer here doesn't even ba- like butter bring their own drumstick. You know, my drummer in in uh, we left as humans, like he shows up in in our gigs without a drumstick and expects <laughs> me to bring my drumstick to be to lend it to him. You know, and I was like, oh man, fucking drummers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dr- drummers. Well, I, I, I vocalists also get a lot of shit, right? Because because uh, we don't have to do anything. I just carry a small microphone around. Yeah, uh, and uh, and bitch they, all day. That's basically get people off. <laughs> yeah. You guys like have the you know like the hardest uh, job. Like you, you you need to like pull in the crowd, make sure that everybody's having a good time. You have yeah. you have to hype up everybody. Yeah, yeah. That that that's easy because everyone's generally uh, very receptive. The energy is is super back and forth, yeah. especially on on the Zvengali shows. Um, but I have had I have had shows, especially back in Jordan, where it's like I, I joked about it on the podcast. I said two drunk guys and a dog. Like we played <laughs> a basement where there was two drunk guys and one guy's dog was there, and uh, and no one moshed. <laughs> no one threw their hands up when I said throw your wow. hands up. <laughs> It, that teaches you a lot about yourself when, yeah, when yeah. you have to perform to like two judging people um, yeah. and and still put on a show. It's it's one of the weirdest things I had to experience. We have some similar experience too with G- uh, I think with with Fist in Your Face, um, where we were like playing with I think there's two people in the crowd. One of them is like the sound engineer, so <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't you can't make him groove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna jump back into the comments. Uh, Saul saying, "Wasn't there a year where like every single flyer, band logo, and single slash album cover was done by Crom?" <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen a few to say to say the least. It it was the time when um, when, when I was helping, uh, not really helping, like I was working with Adam, um, mm-hmm. putting up assembly gigs, assembly gigs, and all of this. Um, um, ignite gigs that um, that he organized in clubs like Jimmy Dix and 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 random bars around Dubai. So I was like helping him with um, with some posters. Um, I remember doing like an EP or like a or like a single um, release track um, artwork for Juliana Down, and it has this um, joystick. Thing I still remember that, but like I kind of lost the artwork. But yeah, yeah, I, I um, sense, yeah, what I, I I remember seeing a bunch of those uh, those flyers at least, um, if if not uh, the, uh, the like album covers and stuff. It was you, fun, man. Like th- that's still on th- those posters are still on my portfolio. Oh yeah, to this date, yeah, dude. Because that like it's such a fun project, and I. I can it kind of like speak to my style and what I do like what I like to do as a designer mm-hmm. so I always put them there you know so let's let's jump into design before we jump into fist in your face to GDE and stuff um do you do you think design and music uh have like some some sort of synergy I know a lot of musicians that are there are graphic designers there's got to be a link there there's got to be it's, something deeper. I think it's it's the you know it's the album cover it's the it's the band shirt, the posters. I think it's 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 such a like a good combination, you know. Like when you see an album cover, 
you kind of like like for me like I kind of like already know what's the genre of the band you know when I see like a band logo I kind of like know oh this is like you know like this is like a post rock band or this is like an electronic band you know or this is like a reggae band you know so it's it's very visual like for me even, even till now like for me music is very visual yeah like when when I write music like I kind of like see the intro the stanza the bridge and like in a in a in a very visual thing you know like a color coded kind of you know like patch of different layers of i don't know like image yeah and then you see it as a whole you know that's a very cool way to describe because i because i have i have a very similar uh, thing but i see it as um instead of just images i see it like a storyline like a uh, like a yeah like a movie almost so okay this is the part where this guy is like starting out and then this is yeah. the struggle and then this is the result I yeah see it like a almost like a three act exactly uh, film or it, play it, 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 it's 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 very close to video editing you know that's yeah. like i think that's why i kind of like really enjoy video edi- editing because it's it's also like the same process you know like you yeah. have the intro and then you have like the stanza you have the chorus you know where you like slow motion everything with grand music and then you end it yeah you know it, it's that's very cool yeah that's uh, one of the reasons um i love uh editing documentaries is because you get a bunch of puzzles yeah puzzle pieces and yeah. then you're like tell a story and yeah. I, I love that like all right let me see if this goes here and this goes yeah there. yeah yeah and yeah. while this guy is saying this i'm going to show footage from 10 years ago and i, yeah, I love yeah. that stuff and I, I feel like music has that for for me as well like let's let's see what kind of stuff we can uh, yeah. muster up together to, to make it happen yeah 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 same same with like cooking i guess you know like you add up ingredients here and there and then you come up with like the end process C- end completely product. completely lost me there completely lost me <laughs> the tribe <laughs> the tribe knows i fucking suck at cooking i i burn water i i just i'm no good me too man i just love to eat i'm, I'm like i just love to eat dude like yeah my wife's I, a great uh my wife's a great cook shout out to tara um i i test all her food uh without hesitation so uh, I, I support her in that sense but nice. i i've tried i've tried a hundred times i just i don't have it in me um <laughs> uh let, let's let's go back to uh, sorry that was a tangent on on design but let's uh fist in your face um kind of mer- mer- morphed into gde it was almost the, there's two members that are the same it's it's always been me and my brother making music you know mm-hmm. um with fist in your face it was more of like a trash metal project and then you know like we lost our our vocalist um I, I, I'm not sure where he went. I think he went back to Philippines, but um, yeah. And then we kind of feel like we need this new thing that we need to focus on, and there's new music that we need to create. So that became um, Goddamn Electric. So it was like a four-piece project: me, my brother, back on vocals, and Paulo Refundo on bass. So it was just like in your in your face kind of music, like heavy riff. And you know, like hip hopish kind of beats, and yeah, that's just about it, you know. And then after GDE, you know, we we change we change members again, and the music kind of changed. We add up Lucky doing the rap thing and doing some electronic stuff samples. Um, we have a new vocalist too. You bring in his new different like his different style, 
and then yeah, that's it. You know, it, it, then we were like, okay, should we keep G- uh, Gotham Electric? We want to keep it. We want to keep the the brand name, but um, we want to like enhance it. You know, we don't want to lose the the identity because it's still us. It's just like somehow like an evolution of what we mm-hmm. were. So we ended up making it GDE. I, see, I would have. I always thought you guys made it GDE because it was more. Um, it would get flagged less. We got that too, man. We got that too. There was like some. I think there was some uh, tribute show that um, produced like a, a CD, like a compilation CD, and they were like having problem putting our name in there. And I think they even like misspelled it like intentionally. Um, just not to flag it, you know, like Goddamn Electric. We, we never really thought of it as that, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah. See, c- coming coming from Jordan, that was the first thing I I thought of because when I saw <laughs> Goddamn Electric, I remembered all the times, even in like cover shows in Jordan, uh, you'd have to uh, you'd have to kind of change names yeah. and 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 things so so it doesn't get flagged because people ask for the set list and stuff. Yeah. So I've I've had friends that have submitted set lists. Uh, where they will cover Lamp of Good, <laughs> and, and you know, like all, all the, they just they come up with the weirdest That's names to, to to cover. So it's close enough, but yeah, the, peop- the the crowd can understand what's happening, but no, no one else can flag it. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as I saw Goddamn Electric, I'm like, someone's gonna be pissed off. <laughs> I know. I think that was like one of the reasons why we were like, you know, why we weren't like heavily booked <laughs> because of the name. But it's one of one of the the coolest uh, fucking projects in from from the Middle East. I I think. Uh, shout out to every single person that uh, that makes GDE what it is, and uh, you guys are uh, you guys are absolutely killing it. Um, I can't wait for Thank like you, so much, you know the 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 tour. I want I want to see the like the GDE across Europe kind of tour. That's 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 on the Sunday rights, and like we were like really planning to go out and do something outside. You know, I mean after all of this pandemic is done. And yeah, it's time to go back to start making music. And dude, we need you, man. We need you on second vocals. I'm ready. I'm ready. I told you, I'm ready. I think you hit me up. Uh, I was in. Uh, I was in the states at the time. You were. Um, you were like having your. Um, I think uh, your your first baby born. Right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Nice. How's this doing a... for you? It's going well, dude. Um, he's he's almost nine months old now. Nine uh, months. Wow. Yeah. It's it's been fly. Yeah, exactly. And he's like he's he's trying to stand up and shit and he's trying to crawl and to reach up stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's doing all this crazy stuff and like he has a little bit of a personality now that's fucking with my head. Like he he has things he likes. I'm like, yo, this is a real person. Yeah. (laughs) Like a real person, right? Yeah, it's racing it. It it really uh, it's like I'm still the same person, but it changed my perspective on so many things. Like priorities are a completely different list than they used to be. Yeah, dude. Um, your perspective on like what's important, every all of that changes. Like I knew it in theory, even when when uh, we were pregnant and stuff. I knew in theory that it'll change, but the second you lay eyes on them, it's like, yo, everything's different, dude. Like uh, we have the saying in Philippines, like um, once you have like a kid, like once you have like you know like a son or like a daughter, like your life isn't yours anymore. Yeah, you know, it's it's them. Yeah, yeah, that, that's. Uh, I think we have a very, uh, very similar one in Arabic. 
Um, how was it for you? How how because you you have a little leg up on my uh, on my they're, nine months. They're all grown up now. Like my youngest is like nine. Yeah. So you know, like I kind of passed that stage yeah. <laughs> where. Oh man, this is crazy. I mean, my, my my like kudos to my wife. She's doing like a really good job on on, on that. Um, it's just um, it's crazy, you know, juggling work, family, you know, the music. It's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. It's crazy. And uh, I I got asked a question the other day. They're like, "Man, you just had a kid. Why are you doing like this this unmuted stuff? Why are you doing this extra stuff?" And I was like, "It's because I had a kid." Yeah. It, it, it's the the drive is like something completely different. It's like now I w- I want to work harder. I want to do more. I'll sleep less. Exactly. That's fine. But exactly. I, I want to go hard. I don't know what you, it is. They just switched on. Yeah. Exactly. Like same same with me, man. Like for me, it's 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 more of like what you've said. Like I'll sleep less. Try to do some like all of this like music stuff and design stuff on the side but still making sure that you know priority is there family and work because here in the UAE like you need to you need to put that into priorities you know work and family I mean you're working because you have like a family if I don't have like a family I wouldn't I don't think I'll, I'll be here you know like I'll be easy yeah, I, I always try to I try to remember, like look back at a time before uh, before everything uh, kicked off, before we got married, before the kid, before all that stuff. I almost it's almost like a story someone told me, not a memory that's mine. It's almost like a movie I watched. I can't. I remember there was one of these vlogs I uh, I recently saw from from like eleven years ago when I used to vlog or, or even twelve yeah. years ago. And uh, it was one of the vlogs where I woke up and I was like, "Oh man, I woke up so fucking early today." It was two, it was two p.m. <laughs> I was like, "Who even is that person?" <laughs> what two p.m. You're complaining? What the fuck's wrong with you, kid? Wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, it definitely changes shit. Yeah, um, like dude, like wait wait the, uh, wait till they um, go to school. Oh, I can't even That's imagine. A, like the the parents teacher meeting. That's fun. Like I enjoy that. You know, I enjoy that. Do Do you feel like you're still the the kid that's that's in detention when you go to schools? Not really. I don't. I, I didn't like. I was like. Uh, I did not even like uh, experience like detention when I was in school. You know, like um, it was different. Like our the, the Filipino school that I went here in Dubai, it was different because it was so laid back. It was more of like our second home. Like we don't yeah. even want to miss school, you know. We don't cut classes because, like, all of our friends are there. If you're gonna go out of school, then where are you gonna be? You know, where are you gonna be? Who are you gonna be with? You know, like all your friends are in school, and it's yeah. it's fun to like hang out there and like be with your friends. So it was cool. It was cool, man. Yeah, no, I was I was a I was a scumbag at school. I hope <laughs> hopefully I don't pass that on. I was the worst. <laughs> I got expelled from like seven different schools. I. I <laughs> I was so bad. One of the schools had a had a radius uh, around the school that I like a perimeter that yeah, I wasn't yeah. allowed to cross. No way! If I, if I crossed that, they would call the cops. I was I was a horrible student. What? But uh, hopefully, I don't pass it on <laughs> to the kid. And uh, Sol Sol uh, says uh, morality. We realize our morality when it when it comes uh, to being papas. Shout out to all the papas wow, in the yeah. house. Um, that's very well man. put. Yeah, Ahmed, uh, Ahmed Munir also adds uh, uh, Dubai really needs GDE merch. At least I know I really want GDE merch. Where's that GDE merch, bro? 
I don't know, man. Like, dude, we have like a merch, but we did not even like created that. Like, it was like one of our friends designed a logo mm-hmm. and then printed it on a shirt, and like, you know, he just like kind of you know gave it away to like friends of friends, and it was just that. I think I have like one copy, you know, but like we never really. It's it, we're like so bad at like merch and like you know like tangible stuff. Like we were so focused on making music and like the digital stuff, like making music videos mm-hmm. and you know releasing it on Spotify, all this kind of shit, you know. But like, yeah, we were we, like we suck at like organizing stuff for our merch. Being yeah, a designer, I, you know, like being a designer. <laughs> I was just I gonna def- say, I think everyone expects uh, the guy right? that does all the designs and all the posters to know, right? have the merch. I think like that's I think that's what's happening. Like they're kind of like expecting me to like create all of this like stickers and like like t-shirts, like caps. I don't know, man. Like I think I'm 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 done with all of those stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. I've done it too much already. I'm bored with it. So how how's that transition uh, or how does that feeling transition into your electronic music project? Which, by the way, uh, Mohesna Four is that how you Mohesna. say it? Mohesna Four isn't. First of all, explain the uh, the name. Mohesna Four is is an area. Um, it's an area before Sharjah. You know, this is like in the border of Sharjah and Dubai, mm-hmm. somewhere around Gusais. After Gusais, you have Mohesna. So I used yeah. to live there. I used to live in Moisa 4 and it was just dude like it's so so fucking stupid you know it was just me on it, it was a photography project you know I love taking um, street photography and I just need like a Tumblr name to put out all of my um, photographies you know so I just placed Moisa I put Moisa 4 you know like whatever you know like I did not just without, without really even thinking that. about it yeah, it's like, okay, why so for Tumblr? Put all of my shit in there. And then I started making like beats, you know, like electronic music. And then I was like, where will I put this? You know, like, I, I don't want to like create a new one because like I have like a lot of, a lot of projects already. And, you know, like I don't want to like organize to, like a new one, create a new identity and shit, you know. I was like, I'll just put it here in why so for. And then it evolved and it evolved and it evolved. And then. You know, it just it became Moisa Four. I think that's one of the coolest names because I I knew about the the location, but um for for it to be the the band or like the project title, yeah. uh, I think I think was very interesting. And I think for people that don't necessarily know the origin of the name, uh, like any anyone in Europe listening to the the project and they say Moisa Four is is from Dubai, it'll be like such a fucking weird foreign name like no one knows <laughs> yeah. it's the area out, out after says yeah after yeah it's 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 crazy i think it's like i kind of like the you know the, the being spontaneous and you know like not really thinking overthinking of stuff you know just like being focused on on the moment of creating it and having fun i was just like more into that than yeah, the I, whole identity I, I always I always said uh, on this podcast, and I love the origin stories of names, um, because I I think names all names are stupid. Like if you think about all the names, uh, even GDE and Zvengali and fucking Slipknot and Corn, and they're such stupid names. But the music gives the name the the weight. It gives it this character. It gives it yeah. this look. 
then when you hear it you hear a certain sound um i i think that's very cool it's the identity right like it's it's what you do with the name i guess yeah 100 percent yeah and you uh you took this project head on like how did it start it started uh, tumblr you made a couple of beats where did yeah where did you made a couple of beats how did it get to the album dude like it's 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 a long like journey man like um i was just like having fun making like trying to discover this new passion of mine like producing beats and you know like collaborating with different artists you know but um, yeah, I mean, I, I started making beats on the bedroom. And then after that, like, I need to play this live. So I was like listening to a lot of electronic musicians who are playing their beats live. It's not just like playing it as a DJ, you know, like they're like using controllers, they're using synths and they're using like guitars on top of it. They're looping. It's really creative. It's really fun, you know, like minus the, the setup and the, you know, like, the hassle of like setting it up and routing and shit but like it's it's really fun you know like creating that music into your laptop or to your bedroom and then putting it out there as a live element you know i think that's what excites me more you know it's totally different from what i do because i grew up you know playing music with a band so i would need my guitarist i would need my bassist you know we would need to you know to book a rehearsal to practice a song and shit but like with with what I do with Moistafor, I can create the music everywhere, you know, like anywhere. I can just create it and, you know, practice it, you know, by my own time, you know. I don't need to worry about other people's schedule, you know. So it's the control of, like, things that kind of, like, excites me. Like, I can do it everywhere, you know, and I can do it, you know, the, 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 the it's 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 very it's very unique you know like how how a musician that was trained to play in a band would create music on electronic music and then play it live there's yeah, like a lot I, I was, of way of doing that i was gonna ask is there is there uh like live performance uh crossover between the two things like do you bring some of the stuff you learned from playing drums and, and rock bands to, yeah. to playing electronic music on stage yeah, I think one of my first um, live show for Moai Safor is when um, I think it's when uh, Dubai Design District opened. Mm-hmm. I played that um, like that festival, like a, it's a three-day festival, and I played on one of the venues there. And <clears throat> it was me and my brother. My brother's like playing guitar, and I would like be playing all of this, like sample synths, and like play drums on some parts of it. And then go back to playing synths, and then some launch some some samples, you know, and some loops, and play bass again, you know. Like it's 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 a crazy man. It's, I'll I'll send you some pictures and some some videos of it. And yeah, I'd love to see that. That's yeah. like it takes a lot of brain power. <laughs> it is, man. It's like it drains you. Like setting it up, like it freaking drains me a lot already. But it's super fun. Like we're, we're, once you're doing it, like when I'm doing it, it it's just like. Uh, Everything is just spontaneous and on the fly. Like it's, it excites you. It's as if like you're jamming, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And how did the 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 idea of an album come about? Um, it was more of like I need to, you know, like it's I need to tell that story, you know, like I, it needs to 
have its own product. Like I can't be just like creating music and just just randomly releasing it. Like it needs to be conceptual, you know. Like I love creating projects that are conceptual. You know, like for me, like I I do these projects not not just to you know to, to release it just for the sake of releasing it. Like I see it like as an art form. You know, mm-hmm. whether if it's like a music video or like an album, it's it's like a fun project for me. You know, like I started making it somehow for myself, like as a portfolio. Yeah, yeah, and I I I think I think one of the coolest things you said is the idea of of having have, having it as a as a standalone uh, thing where you don't you don't necessarily need to wait on different band members or or you know someone's schedules or it's just your thing you kind of you kind of yeah. do it on the fly and um but uh is is the idea of of singles like you're you you were talking about conceptualizing it and packaging it and making it this art form are you uh, are you old school enough to to not want to do like the single thing that's happening uh, now or are you album guy i i think i'm more of like now i I kind of like the single now because you get to focus more on releasing like a track and you, you, you have a focus on what to promote, you know, on what to work on instead of like releasing like 10 tracks. It's, it's, it's draining, man. Like when I worked on the uh, Moisa 4 album, like it's, it's just crazy, you know, like I have to choose, you know, like the best track that I, that will go well together as one album that will tell one story mm-hmm. you know and for me like I'm, I'm I'm OC you know like I'm very OC with this kind of stuff you know like making sure that everything is you know like well put out together and it's crazy man it's it's good that I get you know like a lot of um, support from from Red Bull um, Dubai they helped me a lot with uh, with with Four and all the stuff that I did. Um, whether if it's like playing shows, the, playing the right shows, um, working with the right people across the you know across the Middle East, they've been like really helpful and supportive. So shout out to um, Marina and Sean for that. From shout Red out Bull. to the Red Bull team. Uh, yeah. How? Uh, I, I want to ask you about a little bit about Red Bull, but I see some comments. Judy is in the house. Hi, Tribe House. I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you, Judy, for tuning in. Um, everyone's doing all right. Uh, Motsum is in the house. He says, love the name. Yeah, I do too, man. I think it's one of the coolest things in the world. John says, you need more synths, Krom. <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to, like, send all of my synths back home to the Philippines because, like, I'm <laughs> running out of space to place them, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, the the, uh, the pileup of uh, of equipment is a is a is a real issue with uh, with people that uh, that collect stuff. I I know yeah, friends dude. of mine that have like seven guitars, eight guitars. I'm like, why do you need all this? I know, right? I have Not one microphone. Like a guitar player. <laughs> I have like I have I have like what six guitars, and I'm a drummer. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I have that one guitar, and I have one microphone. I keep it very simple. Basal um, says, "Who's your favorite conceptual artist that you look up to, Crom?" Trent Reznor. That's a good one. I I was thinking you were going to say that. Yeah, Trent Reznor and um, uh, the guys from Pink Floyd. Yeah, I mean they're they're like the conceptual artists. Yeah. Right? 
Uh, Their shows, also, yeah, fucking. Yeah, I, I, there, I, I, can you imagine uh, them coming out now? Like, imagine Pink Floyd started up now. Uh, yeah, and, and have had to like you had to like. I don't know. Tune into their YouTube channel to try and experience. Like, I yeah, think dude. I think it couldn't. It could have only happened at that time. That was that was the perfect time for everything to happen. Definitely. Uh, Saul also says uh, singles are the way. Every six weeks, and at the end of like ten singles, wrap them, wrap up. Oh, wrap them up in an album, but an album. Uh, yeah. start with the end in uh, in mind. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so you have like weeks. a focus goal. You know, you're just you're not just like randomly releasing tracks. Yeah, you have like a purpose. So we did it a little differently with Svengali. What we did was we released the full album uh, in March, and then every month we released a music video for every single track. So since March, we've been releasing music videos uh, for for all the tracks on the album, and it kind of gives the album that like uh, resurgence, kind of like re- just reminds the people of the album, kind of highlights one of the songs, makes it makes it a little more uh, yeah dynamic that way. Nice. It, you know who's also like really good on doing this. The recipe, the recipe are, are amazing at that stuff. Yeah, Dude, like how they uh, function as a, like some marketing, you know, team as well. Mm-hmm. Like how they how they release their stuff. Like over the past years, it's crazy, man. It's, it's well, it's well thought of, and it's just crazy, man. Like it's 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 so inspiring to see, you know, like a local artist does those kind of things you know like with their music because you know that there's you know like the, there's growth there's like you know like an evolution on how to be an artist yeah. here in the Middle East and how you know to, to function as an artist to promote it you know to promote your craft to create your craft yeah yeah 100% I saw in the comments is saying the algorithm the algorithms in Spotify homie every six weeks I'm very excited to have a conversation with Saul about uh, about all this stuff as well because uh, yeah yeah Saul too man there's like, so much knowledge uh, that can be shared uh, w- with the tribe and all the artists that are around yeah. from the Middle East yeah I feel like there's awesome. a lot of stuff that we do just because we did we always did it this way so we have to do it this way you know what I mean? yeah because like I think we were we were you know we were used to the um, to the to how it was before you know like form a band write some music play some shows and then release an EP and then eventually an album mm-hmm. you know but times change you know like the market change people change you know industry change so you need yeah. to like also evolve and you know you need to grow or like surpass that um that kind of um i don't know um that level rhythm, of basically yeah that rhythm yeah yeah there's this like repetition rhythm that like you said like yeah. ep then album then you play a couple of shows and then you see what happens and yeah but um yeah. there have been uh, there have been a bunch of uh, new bands from from dubai that are coming out. Um, I can think of uh, uh, Metarust is one of them. Is uh, is uh, a patron on the show? Shout out to Safe. He uh, they've just been releasing singles uh, for now, and uh, and I think that's 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 pretty good approach. That's so the far. thing, you know, they like keep the name you, alive. You're saying that there's like a lot of new artists that are coming out from Dubai and releasing this stuff, but then again, like there's no like platform on where to see them. You know, like I know. Facebook is out there, Instagram's out there, SoundCloud's there, but like it's not like before, you know. Like if you want to listen to local bands from Dubai, you'll go to Fry.com. Yeah, 
and then you'll yeah. see all the bands from Dubai. But now there's, you know, like you, there's no platform for everyone. Yeah, you well, uh, one of the things, um, and shout out to Ahmed Munir in the comments, uh, who also has a question for you, I'll get to in a second. Ahmed Munir, for example, is trying to start a, uh, a playlist uh, to have uh, a YouTube and a Spotify uh, kind of playlist that yeah. has a bunch of the, the Middle Eastern alternative stuff. That's uh, great. And and just so you can go there, skip through the tracks, find the one you want, figure out yeah. which band you like. And and just little things like that that uh, that I think just takes one person to start the initiative and then yeah. it'll kind of snowball. Exactly. There's also one um, one friend of mine who's doing this um, like similar to what you do, like a podcast thing, but it's more of like uh, like a radio. Mm-hmm. Like every Thursday or like I think every Wednesday, like he he does this show where he interviews people, and then Thursday it's gonna be like a playlist day. So oh, cool. he plays like local bands from from the UAE, mostly I think Filipinos for now because he just he just started last Thursday. So okay, cool. Well, I, what do you know the name of the, um, the show? It's it's uh, the box. The box. Yes, yeah, the box. I shared it on my um, on my uh, Facebook uh, wall. Okay, cool. I'll find uh, it. I'll I'll stick it in the description. It's, it's under. Of, uh, uh, it's a project by uh, Mark Legaspi of um, what you call this um, Laser Jockey and Phoenix uh, LAS. Okay. So cool. the show is called The Box. So you'll find it on Facebook. Cool. I'll uh, if everyone's listening, uh, I'll I'll link it in the, like in the description of yeah. this video. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll link it in the description of this video after yeah. this the stream ends. But what what, oh. I was, what what I was talking about is like you know like a proper maybe if it's like I don't I'm not sure I think website is is dead but at least like a f- Facebook page or group that will you know feature all of this like yeah releases or like out you know like artists around UAE and maybe even around Middle East you know it'll be yeah. good to have something like that yeah maybe maybe that's something we could uh, we could work on. Yeah, we have we have uh, we have the uh, the the page up and running. I have uh, a bunch of um, uh, the tribe from Unmuted. Super yeah. super supportive of all the stuff. Maybe we can make like Dude. a group within yeah. the page that's strictly like releases and and pr- promote yeah. your band and and uh, you know link yeah. your new music video kind of stuff. Yeah, do that. You know, like um, like I like how Pride was, you know, like was more of like a community. You know, so yeah, I like the community thing. So I think it's gonna be like what you guys do with the show and with the tribe thing. Like if you can, like I know you're doing this podcast thing, but if you can also do that, you know, post on Facebook group promoting and stuff, yeah, that'll be great, yeah. man. That'll be awesome. And uh, Ahmed Munir, mm-hmm. if, if you're if you're in the house, maybe this is something we need to talk about later. Maybe you could, this is something you could head uh, through the unmuted page. The, yeah. Uh, very cool. Um, and um, Ahmed Mid, I'll get to your question just now. Uh, Saul says, smart playlist is the way. That's actually how we need to get organized. Uh, it used to be gigs. Now it needs to be playlists and curators. We need them. Uh, yeah. And uh, Joy says, uh, tribe, uh, it's the best family in the world with a bunch of love hearts. Thank you so much, Joy. Um, the, yeah, the tribe. These guys are, um, you guys, everyone is, is fucking uh, unbelievable with the support. Um, yeah, dude. Ahmed Manir says, uh, yo, can we talk about Krom's performance in Desert Experiment? The energy he brought was amazing during jam sessions in the show itself. Uh, for those that don't know, how do we describe Desert Experiment? Uh, oh, man. Gorgon, uh, Gorgon was on the show. Gorgon talked about Desert Experiment uh, on the show. But it's, uh, it's a, a melting pot of all the musicians uh, in, in the UAE. Um, most of the alternative musicians in the UAE, at least. 
and uh, kind of put them in a room, have them jam covers, have them jam originals. And then at the end of a month uh, of, of them practicing once a week, uh, they put on a, a show for everyone. It's like the NBA All-Stars, you know? <laughs> I've never heard it being put that way, but that's that's a good one. Yeah. Like that, you know, like you see like, uh, you see guy from Rursal, you know, like playing with the guy from Svengali, you know, yeah. it's, it's such a cool <laughs> thing, man. Yeah, it is. It really is, and uh, it's one of one of my uh, my favorite uh, like things that that happened in the UAE, and uh, I can't wait for for this madness to be over for it to happen again because I actually missed the last one. Um, but uh, but it was. You did. It was a were lot you fun. there? Right, you were there. I I came to a couple of the the practice sessions, practice, but I, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't around for the show. I I had left already. Oh, uh, okay. Just before the show. Uh, that was crazy, man. Like I was playing on the metal metal. Dude, like when I was when I was like uh, contacted by uh, Gurjin, like he was like, okay, this is like the metal section, and this is like the bands, and he, he put like Nine Inch Nails, Sepultura, and then once once we've um, like finalized the songs and everything, the guys were like suggesting like Gojira. I was like, dude, I'm playing drums. Like, I can't play Gujira. Fuck that, you know. Like, <laughs> shit, I don't even have like a drum set to practice on. Yeah, I ended up like playing uh, Kill Switch Engage. That was pretty cool, man. But like, so hard to play. But like, it was it was really good. Like, the guys are really helpful. It was like you know, it's like a brotherhood, man. I really yeah. love that. When, once you've shared a stage and been through a couple of sessions where it's like a stressful situation, you're like, oh no, let's yeah. do that again. After that, you're like, you know the person. <laughs> it's it's yeah, very yeah. hard to, to just be like, uh, you know, for, for, forget uh, about that uh, kind of experience. And and up until now, I think the, the group chat on Facebook is still like, you know, like really still alive and everyone is just like, you know, hey, let's do it again. You know, when's the next one's coming? Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Good vibes, man. Uh, I, I want to, based on uh, Desert Experiment, I want to jump back to uh, the, the, you shouted out Red Bull um, for, yeah. for helping you out. And uh, I think the support that they provide the scene um, is is very unique and very, uh, uh, like, what's the word? It has weight. They've they've done enough to, to help propel bands and, they, they and gave, artists they, and they, they, Yeah, they give weight to, to, to whatever you do. You know, like, I think I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing like all of those projects that I did for Moista 4 without the help of Red Bull. Like they flew me to um to to a lot of shows that are really like tailored to what I play. You know, mm-hmm. like they helped me reach like reach the right audience to meet the right people, you know, and to inspire me. Like these people like they really inspire me on on how to see it. They like see electronic music differently being played here in the Middle East because there's like a lot of good ones, man. A lot of good ones. So is is there um, is there anything we could we could learn from you? Is there anything the the, the tribe can pick up? Any up and coming artists? Any up and coming designers uh, that could learn from the experience of you working with a brand as massive as as Red Bull that you can give them to like. What what would someone need to get a, a brand's attention, or what what's the kind of criteria needed for for you to work with a, a brand like that? It's it's funny, man, because the thing is, when I was in in um, when I was in Cairo, I was playing like a Red Bull show there with uh, my friend Zaid Sultan. 
Title Tan is like an, is, is a really amazing um, producer and um, electronic uh, musician um, based in Kuwait. I think he's now in 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 London. But um, yeah, I, like when I was there, I uh, I talked to um, to one of the Red Bull guys there, um, and I asked him like, "What's your criteria on like getting artists? You know, like to be on your." Um, you know, on your group of artists, and he said, like, it's just like it has to be like really um, like sincere, good, and passionate guys doing, you know, like future, future, like you know, like bending the future, you know, yeah. of music, creating yeah. something new, you know, and like working hard and um, and trying to, you know, to to do something. To represent something that is, you know, good music. Yeah. So I think they believe on on an art on an artist that just promotes and believes on what he does or he she or does it. You no. Know? So just I think just whatever it is that you're doing, just enjoy it and make sure that you're you're doing it for the passion, you know, for what you love and make sure that you believe in it. Because you, you're not gonna make people believe in what you do if you don't believe in it. Yeah, people see through it immediately. Yeah, as exactly. Soon as, as soon as you start phoning it in, it, it it's audible. You can hear it in the project. You can you can see it in the designs. You can see it in the film. Whatever yeah. it is anyone's doing, as soon as you start phoning it in, you could tell. Exactly, exactly. You know, like it needs to be real. You know. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Is there anything you learned from doing these two extremely different projects? Um, You've been in a million other bands and, and you've collaborated with a million other people, but I think these are like your two uh, like babies. These are these are your two main uh, projects. Is that fair to say? Yeah, uh, GDE, Moisa Four, and We Left as Humans is like my my main um, like you know like playground for yeah. music, and not just for music for designs too. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever I do creatively, I do it with these projects like if I want to design if I want to collaborate with like illustration illustrators or like um, filmmakers like I'll make music videos out of uh, the music that um, I created with with these projects but uh, one of one of the things that I learned is um, you just have to do stuff that makes you happy first like don't think of like don't expect any recognition or any validation from any people mm-hmm. like you do you man you know you like be happy make sure you're happy you enjoy what you're doing and that's all that matters you know yeah yeah be passionate are, are, about it are, are you uh, i don't i don't think you are uh, but are you one of the people that like goes into the comments and tries to read the comments after a song is posted or after a video is posted or uh, anything like that? Um, not really. Like, I don't really pay much of an attention on, on like, on the comments. Like, it's it's more of like, it's, it's funny because like every time I play shows, like I would like go to specific people to ask them like, hey, what do you think of our performance? Like, you know, how how was it? Yeah. You know, like I would I would I would go to like Loki or like to to Mel or to you or to Josh, you know. Or to Saul, dude, like Saul is like he he has like a really freaking like 
he has a, like a fucking vision. Like he's so good. Like be prepared on like on what he's gonna say because even though if it's like something that you wouldn't expect or you mm-hmm. wouldn't even want to hear, it's something that you could you know like get and learn something from, yeah. and that's gonna that's gonna make you a better you know musician than you are. I'm super excited about that conversation, yeah, man. Um, I, I think there's a, there's a bunch to unpack in a in a conversation with him. Again, wait, when when is that gonna happen? Soon? We're n- it's soonish, soonish. soonish there's right. a yeah, yeah. Um, there's I'm a, excited there's a, now. I I book ridiculously in advance, uh, as uh, as a lot of people know, and uh, the patrons get the full list of of the guests all all up until I think I'm booked until episode sixty, uh, which is uh, which is crazy for three what, times what, a week. Where are we? Where are we right now? Uh, Thirty eight. Wow. Yeah, there's a. I've I've been churning these out, and uh, I'm, that's I'm, good, man. I'm just that guy, man. I don't know how to do something moderately. Like if if I decide to do something, I go super hard until until like it becomes a thing of its own. And uh, and I think I think this is the only way to do it. Like the only way to break in the idea of a podcast, uh, kind of. Uh, learn all the bells and whistles of the technical stuff that happens yeah. on on the screen. Also, kind of uh, amp up my conversation skills because I don't know if you remember, I'm not a big talker usually at, <laughs> at these things at shows and stuff. I'm I'm pretty reserved. But I was like, yo, I, I uh, what do I want to see in the scene? Uh, kind of a podcast that talks about uh, being creative with creatives no, and dude. stuff like that. And since no one's doing pretty it, good, man. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. It's uh, it's one of those things. It's a, it's a curve. There's a learning curve for sure. Uh, the first, if you if you watch the first episode, a shout out to Fadi Al Shami from uh, from Aramaic for uh, for being my first episode, and it sounded and looked like shit, and I I stuttered all the time. I wasn't <laughs> sure what I was asking him, and uh, I spoke over him because we were using Skype, and Skype had a delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know when when you start talking and the other guy starts talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like just. Uh, yeah, but uh, wow. but yeah, man. Thirty-eight episodes and uh, and booked until like sixty, uh, and I I have one week planned. Uh, so I skip three episodes uh, at at one point. Um, that's the only time I take the time off. But every week, three three times a week, uh, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. Wow, man! I remember you were talking on one of the few early episodes, and you were like, "We'll, we'll do like something special on like on the episode number fifty or like twenty-five or something." And I was yeah. like, "Oh man!" And we're like thirty-eight now. Yeah, exactly. Twenty twenty-five. I got my wife. Uh, my wife and I did a podcast uh, yeah. together, and uh, and the the tribe asked a bunch of questions. All of them sided with her for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, but on the fiftieth, it's going to be a nice party. It's gonna it's gonna be a cool one, and I'm gonna try and hit everyone up uh, that that's been on the show to send a little video. We put a compilation together, kind of thing. Nice man. I'm looking forward to that, and I hope it, we're gonna be like out of this, you know, pandemic, and you know, be you know like be um, having this event like in person, you know. Like- yeah, I hope so too, man. I hope so too. I, I really, I really want to like have a space where, like, I wish I could have, you know, just had you come over, you know, yeah, invited yeah. you over and had a conversation over a coffee and stuff. It exactly. would have been, uh, it would have been a completely different uh, uh, ballgame. But I think because of the way it happened, like I was saying, I love seeing the excess. A creative output because everyone had to stay home. Like th- this podcast was born because of that. It's like exactly. I really wish there was more of this stuff and then just birth it yourself, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I'm really looking forward on how it's going to adopt. Like 
after you know the new norm and everything all of this is done you know like i think it's going to evolve to like a, a much more you know like a greater um, content page yeah i hope so man i hope so and i i think i think like you were saying the new norm like today i was listening to um uh the guys from suicide silence talk about uh, they're doing a virtual tour Wow. which is which is something that I never thought I'd I'd be around long enough to hear. So they're selling tickets. Uh you get you get a private link uh and they they're actually going on tour so it's also geofenced. Yeah. Uh to location. So if they come uh, say to to Dubai on their virtual tour That's only crazy, people man. with the IP address yeah, in yeah. Dubai would be able to buy those tickets. That's crazy, dude. And they, they do it 30 days in a row. So they tour for a month. And each show is completely different. So it's not uh, pre-recorded or anything like that. Yeah. And they uh, they can react to the comments live. So instead of the crowd... They, like, it's insane how they're coming up with this stuff. There's also like this... Um, I think there's this movement um, in Philippines where like a bunch of like beat makers are posting like a virtual club inside Fortnite or something. I, I don't know. It's like inside a game. Okay. And then they created like a club there and then people would just like create characters and like just go to that um to that I don't know server and join the uh, you know join like go inside the club inside that game and see you know like the DJ, like the beat makers uh, play their music. That's crazy. That's pretty that's cool. That's crazy, right? That's Yeah, that's that like, is pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, that's like uh what what, what do you call that show? Uh, Black Mirror kind of uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Start meeting virtually, go into a club virtually. Right? Yeah. Oh man. That is pretty crazy. One of one of the other things that uh, we uh, I say we, but really uh, Ahmed Munir who's who's uh, in the comments, he's a patron, his tribe member, he's a, a very close friend of mine. Um he built uh, a Discord server uh, for for mm. the tribe. So we have yeah. this this place where everyone in the comments can hang out before and after the show uh, and he also made it uh, possible for us to have a radio station. So wow. uh, you can you can basically turn on this badge, uh, become the DJ for the night, and everyone who's on the Discord server can tune in, and whatever music you're playing, everyone is hearing at the same time. Wow! So we start sharing music with each other, like oh, you you played this song, reminded me of this song, and you could add it to the queue of the list. Yeah, and they're yeah. just music all night That's playing cool, on Discord. Man. Discord, it's just super right? super cool. Yeah, I hear that a lot, um, but in, on on gaming platform like. It is it is more of a gaming app, yeah. But it's kind of it's kind of like fried. So we have like different chat rooms, yeah. uh, you know, general chat. We have a trivia channel where, like, we, the, he built a bot that will ask you questions and you have to answer quickly. So people yeah. have trivia competitions and stuff. It's it's such a cool space, man. It's wow. like super creative. I'll check it out. I'll check it out because like I just hear that from from my friends who I played uh, Call of Duty with, you know. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's 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 mostly for that, but uh, but it's super cool. And uh, anyone who's uh, who's on Discord, if you guys stick the uh, the Discord invite link in the comments, uh, we'll post it. Yeah, okay, we'll post it. We'll post it in the comments for for her, those who are interested to join. Um, but dude, um, I feel like I can I could talk to you about the, at least another like four hours about about different <laughs> things. Um, but I I, I, I want to I have one last question that I that I really like to end on. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it kind of uh, wraps up the the entire journey. Um, I always I always am curious if, say before before you started your entire journey with design with music, 
with with all of that stuff if you have a time machine to go back to little cromwell just before he starts everything and give him one piece of advice what would that piece of advice be just keep on going and enjoy the process enjoy the process enjoy the process was there a time where you didn't enjoy the process um not really man like even though like i love designing and i ended up like you know having design as my day job like you'll get this um like companies and like projects that are really challenging Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day design is design you know art is art and whatever it is even if it's like creating a, a cool ass poster for a gig or like an album cover for a cool band or branding you know like an office or the, creating a logo for some corporate shit it's still design you know like it's still I still enjoy it man like every you know like you know the ups and downs of it it's it's such a like I'm really thankful to be on, in this um, industry you know so I, I love what I do and I love the challenges, you know, like I love being able to survive and to somehow evolve, surpassing the challenges, whatever it is. Like I, I enjoyed every moment of it, you know. So you just say, keep going. Keep, keep going, man. Doing. Yeah, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Love what you do. And it'll, it'll help to do it with uh, people who, who you like, who you love and who supports you yeah and yeah i think that's it man yeah i think i think uh mine one of mine would definitely be uh be uh be very aware of who you surround yourself with because there's sometimes where the people i surrounded myself with were were not only were they not like ambitious and wanting to to thrive but they didn't want to see anyone else thrive so yeah uh, be just very aware of who's around you like uh, one of uh, one of my good friends uh, told me just recently, he said like one is one of his like best, not really asset, like one of his best um, um, like things to his powers, like source of power. Yeah, yeah. You know? Source of uh, the, all the good energy, all the good yes. uh, kind of stuff that that comes yeah. from the people you surround yourself with. It's 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 unmatched. It's really like it can really like it, build or break. Exactly, you know, like if you surround your, your yourself with, you know, positive people who are also doer and who also like wanna wanted you to succeed, you know, like that's that's a huge part of, um, you know, like it just like creates good positive energy, you know. Yeah, that's 100%. all. Uh, that's all what that's all we need. One hundred percent. So on those words, keep going. Surround yourself with positive energy and enjoy the process. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for your time, dude. Thanks so dude, much. I know. Thank you so much for having me, man. Two, two hours. Uh, two hours during uh, a, a family uh, quarantine lockdown is a long, long time for, uh, for you to be <laughs> My able to sit down. My wife was like asking me, like, how long is this? Uh, is this gonna is gonna be? Like I said, like around maybe an hour, an hour and a half. It's like, what? You gotta talk about yourself for like an hour, an hour and a half. It's like, <laughs> what are you gonna talk about? Like, hey, I have some like stories to tell, you know. And we we didn't really we we still we need a part two. We didn't 
didn't unpack a lot of the stuff. We didn't talk about all the collaborations. There's so much to unpack. So I'm definitely gonna gonna nag you uh, again sometime soon and, and be like, I'm Yo, gonna we- nag you, man. I'm gonna, <laughs> nag, gonna be like like sending you some tracks that you need to lay your, your vocals on. Let's man. do it. Let's do it. I'm I'm ready, and we're gonna get Ahmed Munir to um to set I, up. I, uh, I know I'm gonna be like uh, you know like um, borrowing you from Svengali, but Svengali boys. <laughs> Really shout, need this guy. You know? Shout out to the Zvengali boys. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely down. I, I, I'll say it on air. I said it to you before. I'm, I'm 100 percent down. Nice. All right, Luki, uh, um, David, <laughs> guys from DD. Here we go. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're officially on board. Romario is gonna be playing bass too. Oh, that's amazing! I've always wanted to to jam with Romario. Yeah, you were like, okay, who's gonna do the sound now? I was like. <laughs> He, he, I've seen that guy pull more double duty than anyone else I've I've ever met in my life. He's crazy, man! Like he's like, it's it's just crazy how we have these people, man. like Romario, Luki, you know, like like crazy, you know, like hardworking people. It's that like that's what I say, like that's what I mean by saying, you know, surround yourself with good, positive, and doers, you know, people. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. One hundred percent, and yeah. I can't wait to have more conversations about uh, about all the stuff, more positive energy uh, out into the world, more like building the bridges and trying to figure out uh, how we can build the scene together and and uh, yeah, just have some some conversation, some good conversation. There's nothing exactly. wrong with a two hour Docu- conversation and document it. Uh, no, document the process while you're at Absolutely. it. You know? everything's so like 15 seconds and it disappears right now so, so yeah. I, I, if, if, if you guys everyone that sticks around for, for an hour or two hours for these conversations and you guys have conversations after we're done on discord about the convert like this is this is where it's at yeah. this is where the real meat and, and potatoes is yeah at. yeah it's, it's not about a disappearing story on Instagram <laughs> true true all right, my dude, uh, Ahmed, Shari, Ahmed uh, Munir, uh, sorry, just put the Discord link in uh, in the comments uh, for anyone who wants to join the Discord. Here it is. Uh, stay safe, tribe, and everyone from Ahmed Munir. Uh, thank you so much, Krom, for everything that you have done for the scene. Uh, from Ahmed, Thank you, uh, man. Thank you so much. Joy says, stay safe, everyone, with love hearts and thumbs up. Francis says, go Cromwell. Uh, shout out to Francis. Thank you for tuning in. Um, yeah, man. Awesome. Uh, with that note, keep going. Uh, enjoy the process. And uh, surround yourself with good vibes, and and just keep keep doing what you do, and uh, we'll get you we'll get you back on here very very soon. Thanks right, so guys. much, guys. Thanks so much. Let's hit the outro. <laughs> <laughs>